0: The number of the day you're about to see, the number of the day is three. So that's the number. Gone
1: before the storm. November 3rd.
0: Anaheim, California. Be there.
1: Hello and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 333 for patch 7.1. We are a podcast about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe.
0: And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast.
1: This is Freckleface.
0: And this is Root. Coming up here in episode number 333... We are going to talk about a big question that's out there right now is is the World of Warcraft actually facing an inflation bubble? And then we have auction house add-ons. It's amateur hour.
1: We'd like to take the time to thank our patrons for their continued support of Hardcast. Your donations mean the continued growth of our show and provide us with the ability to meet you here on a weekly basis and share our time with you. Thank you.
0: So, hey there, Freckleface. Hey there, Roots. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe.
1: I had some interesting times. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I finished up uh, using Zygor guides to get my mage to 110. All right. And uh, it was a pretty smooth process, I thought. There were some times where it did a few odd things.
0: Like, did it tell you you should be... Like, 109 right now, if you're not, go kill some more stuff? No. Okay. Go run the dungeon?
1: No. No. No, it made me a babysitter.
0: It made you a babysitter. It
1: did, yeah. Do you remember in High Mountain where you have to go find the baby? No. And the baby is down by the river, and you pick it up. It's baby Mosey. Get it, Moses? Yeah. Anyway, so you pick up the baby, and it's on your back. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, okay, Yes.
1: So when I was doing the quest on my own, you know, now granted, I, I was like, I thought it was cute, so I tried to take the baby everywhere I could. <laughs> right. But my first thought was, you know, this mother doesn't know where her baby is, uh, seeing the baby on dead. You know, you should take the baby back to straight,
0: the mom. Yeah, straight back to mama.
1: But because Zygor was doing, like, maximum efficiency, yeah. it's like, okay, go pick up the baby.
0: And now go do Now the go the into a
1: cave yeah. and fight these huge rock elementals <laughs> with the baby on your back. Right. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs>
0: don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It won't be traumatized later
1: when it's cool, when it's on your way back, you yeah. the jog
0: baby off. When it's convenient for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just amused me. I don't know. And it's fun. No, I've noticed that, but I never really thought about it. Yeah. Because there are a lot of times where y- you'll pick up a bunch of quests, you'll do a bunch of quests. You won't turn in those quests, and then when you go turn them in, you're turning in like 12 at a time. Right, right. <laughs> it's yeah. like crazy. Okay. Be, now, did you do the thing where it told you to set your hearth at different places?
1: Yes, and I followed that.
0: Right. Because the logic mm. there is, you'll go do a number of quests, and when you complete a certain one, you'll go, okay, now hearth back, and then you just take two steps out, and you either pick up a flight point, or you right. turn them in right there. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was pretty cool.
0: So, it does. I love that about it. And I used to mm. get ridiculed by other guildmates. because. Oh. Yeah, back in Mr. Pandaria because my hearth at the time was not in the shrine.
1: Oh well.
0: Yeah, like how dare you not have your hearth in the shrine? Like, well, I'm still leveling, so my hearth right now is here.
1: Yeah, it's probably easier to you know fly back to the shrine when you need to.
0: Right, which I didn't really need to when I was questing and leveling. So that's that's the mm-hmm. difference. Okay. So.
1: Yeah. And on my mage, I continued on with um, her order campaign. I picked up Millhouse Manna as a follower, and it's an odd dude. I mean, I, I don't know why he's a follower. Okay. He wants to blow up everything. Yes. And he's really making me nervous. <laughs> we really only worked together at first because we both had the same common enemy and that we were trying to get this um, powerful item uh, from the evil dude. Oh, Archmage Vargoth.
0: What did he have?
1: Some demon item. I
0: don't remember. Demon llama?
1: Something like that. Well, do you remember having an item that everyone used to keep in their bags, where you could summon an image of him?
0: Yeah, not everybody did, but I used to oh, love doing that. Right. It was it, now it's a toy, but
1: now it's a toy. Yeah, and I think that stemmed from uh, the item itself not working the way it's supposed to. Uh, yeah, probably because it.
0: yeah, because you you could summon him anywhere.
1: Right. So, anyways, so that dude now he's evil. Oh, I miss yeah. this. Well, it's a mage thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, and now he's evil. So we go chasing after him, bump into Millhouse Manor, storm, free him. He's, like, cackling to himself the whole time and uh, talking about how much power he's going to have. Sure. And then in the quest line, he's like, hey, I want to come hang out with you. <laughs> and I just say, okay.
0: I'm going to be powerful. I'm going to take over the world and blow everything up. But before, uh, can I come hang out with you and, you know, do anything you ask me to do? Go on missions and stuff? <laughs> Dude is plotting something. Yeah, he's biting he's gonna, his time. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: going to come back to the Ord hall one day and the whole thing's going to be a fire. I don't yeah, even know. yeah. <laughs> it was fun to use the toy that turned me into him like when he was with me. Oh, yeah. 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 I in, have a selfie. He's a bodyguard.
0: There's something with him and there's some quest and he's there and I turned myself into him. <laughs> and like everybody was doing it, and I got a yeah. selfie. I put it up nice. on the Twitter a while ago. I think with like, is he still behind me or something like that?
1: Ah, yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, my hunter, I um, killed the mob Pinch Shank. This is a crab.
0: Sounds like one, yes. He's
1: in uh, Suramar. Okay. Near where uh Thelris's house is. Got it. And um he's holding he's holding a knife.
0: A shank. Yeah. Yes. It's a
1: crab with the knife. Yes. Right.
0: Pinch shank. Yes,
1: yeah. yeah, so you kill him and you get this toy called crab shank. Okay. And the use is give a crab a knife. <laughs> okay. Right. This can only be used by hunters. Neat. Isn't that crazy?
0: Is it only for any crab running around? Or? Well, any
1: of my pets. Oh, so if yeah. I tame a crab... You can give it a knife. I can give it a knife.
0: I wonder if that has anything to do with... Remember the crabs with knives in the one spot and all the all the creatures had knives and weapons?
1: Uh, where is that?
0: Yeah, I don't remember.
1: Um, okay, what I think you're talking about is you an area uh, near Molgor. I think so. It's you like took this plateau. Yeah. Well, yes, there was, yes, it yes, was yes, yes. rats and things yeah. with skulls. Right. Yep. Well, it's a little bit unrelated because that's been there for a few years, and I think they based this crab thing off that one little video that's been running, it's been circulating the internet.
0: There's so many of those with the crabs with something in their claws. Well, yeah,
1: but yeah. that one got particularly...
0: It went uh, viral. Vir-
1: viral? the yeah. one yeah. holding a knife.
0: It got viraled? It got viral yeah. They computer that stuff, you know. Yeah, I know. They computer it. <laughs>
1: You Know what I mean? I do. I use yes. words
0: yeah. <laughs> sometimes in the right order.
1: Sometimes Quasimodo. <laughs> <laughs> you know that just made me happy, though. Having a toy just for hunters probably irritates everybody else.
0: It probably does Edison them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to use words from <laughs> the <and> weird. <laughs> it's more difficult than you uh, asparagus.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you're having to uh, autocorrect, autocorrect. Yeah. Yeah, in yeah. your brain. Yes. Yeah, like I was at the grocery store and I promise you I saw a bag of baby llamas in the freezer.
0: <laughs> Where is the picture of this? What was it?
1: Baby limas.
0: Uh. I've never seen the word lima
1: pluralized. <laughs> Normally you see lima beans, at least lima that's the beans. way I've always been. Well,
0: you know what it is. People hate lima beans, but limas are okay. Limas are okay. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. It's not a lima bean. It's a lima. I
1: like lima beans. know what the problem is.
0: There was some kind of pasta my kids like refused to eat as a kid as mm-hmm. when they were children, like little, little children. And I called them brains, and there were no problem eating them. <laughs> we want brains.
1: Did you get a page from Calvin and Hobbes?
0: A page from Calvin Hobbes? Yeah. Did they do that in there?
1: His parents did that to him, yeah. They called he, it brains? He wouldn't eat his food. Yes, yeah, so they basically told him his guts or oh. his brains or something. No, but I mean, they, they looked
0: like, look like brains. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey, it's sound logic. <laughs>
1: Well, tell me about your week.
0: Well, I am uh, still doing the headless horseman,
1: trying to get that mount,
0: trying to get that yeah, mount, yeah. and uh, I have been trolling people in there. It's been <laughs> not every time. <laughs> What's because, your
1: success rate?
0: Uh, it's low right now. Okay, I might get one or two people when I do it. I'm not getting everybody. Are people just leaving too yeah, quickly. Answering, yeah. yeah, they're like getting a loot, piecing out. And I think that's just where we're at with that boss. Yeah, he's dropping lower gear. Floor no. gear, he doesn't take that long to do. No. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one person like hung out for a really long time and then they finally went like, there are no rats, are there? <laughs> I'm like, no, there's not actually. <laughs> I felt kind of bad. <laughs> but uh, but other than that, I haven't had really a lot of time to actually log in. Maybe doing this in the morning, going to Headless Horseman. I haven't had a lot of time in the evenings to actually log in and play. So I've been doing missions uh, with the Legion companion app and selectively doing them, not just random, you know, well, there's a mission, let me go do it. Unless it was something I really wanted or could use like a upgrade or something like a quest item, I would do those. But I ran into that wall where I now have exhausted my order hall resources yeah. and can no longer go on missions. Got to do
1: some wild quests. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Can't, because I didn't have time, but...
1: Well, you, know. you had time to run the Headless Horseman.
0: Yeah, you know, five, ten minutes in the morning before I head to work.
1: That's <laughs> about as long as it takes to do, like, a World Quest.
0: Uh, yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, can't argue that. But then I wouldn't do Headless Horseman.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a trade-off. Yeah, it's a choice. You know? Yeah.
0: It was a choice. I would give you that. So, yeah, it hasn't been that busy of a week for me. A little frustrating because of that, but that's, you know, that's life sometimes. I am looking forward to uh, this week, doing more Headless Horsemen, uh, getting back into WoW, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a better week this week, so looking forward to it. Freaking a lot of people have been speculating that we are in the midst of a WoW gold bubble. They feel like pricing is out of control. Inflation is skyrocketing. There have been a lot of suggestions on how Blizzard could fix the situation. A lot of people have wanted uh, gold squashes for like what you get as rewards and how much stuff costs. They want a, a, a redoing of the market, if you will. And... I really don't think that that's happening
1: that'd be really hard to implement
0: it's all just numbers in a database really so. yeah well
1: no you mean like would you just log in one day and you only had 10% of the gold that you had uh, before
0: no they would not touch your gold oh. they would just change what things cost or what things rewarded in the game now we hear a lot of people talking about gold sinks And we really, in the world of game economics, we have to define that because people are using it for the large part incorrectly. They're using the term sink incorrectly.
1: Well, I thought it just meant something that you could spend a lot of your gold on that's not going to another player.
0: Yes and no. And that's where the discrepancy lies. What a gold sink is, is an economic process in the game where whatever the in-game currency, in our case gold, can have its value removed. So if I have a thousand gold and there's something that's going to cost me a thousand gold, my thousand gold goes away. You have to look at the want versus need aspect of this. A gold sink is not a want. You want a pet or a toy or a mount or a bag or a cosmetic item, or any little fun thing. That's a want, and that is not a gold sink. That's a luxury item. Oh, okay. If you can afford it, you can get it. Right. Congratulations, that's not a sink. That's usually a one-time deal. You buy a mount, you buy a pet, you buy a single-use item, whatever the case might be, that is a luxury item, and that is not a sink. At home, look at the physical sink. What does it do? You turn the water on, it fills up, and that water goes away. You can't get that water back. It's gone. Down the sink. Actually, I guess down the drain, technically. So let's look at stuff that are have to's in the game. We have to repair. You don't technically have to No, you have to if you're <laughs> gonna keep playing. If you're gonna yeah, if you're gonna be good, you're gonna want No, it.
1: if you're gonna play at all. Because otherwise your gear breaks, you're kinda useless.
0: You could go around smacking everything, it'd take you a lot longer, but, it'd take you a lot but longer. You know, that is yeah. a you have to repair. That's a sink. Mm-hmm. We have to pay auction house tariffs. There's a fee built into the auction house that we have to pay if we want to buy and sell in the auction house. They get a cut.
1: If you, yeah, just sell.
0: Right, sorry, just yeah. sell. They get a cut, so we, that is a sink. There are requirements for rating flasks, potions, food, food. Those would be considered a sink as well. That's not really a luxury item while you're raiding. It's a necessity. So just think of a sink as things we need to spend our gold on versus we want to spend our gold on. And you'll be fine. So how do we get here? How do we get to everybody thinking that inflation is out of control and we need to squash this all down? Well, first is a lot of people have learned how to actually make gold. There are podcasts, there are ebooks, there are websites, there are just tons of resources available to the average game player that they can invest their time in and learn how to actually make gold in our game. The biggest lesson that I think people have learned is that it actually takes gold to make gold. You need to spend some to get some. And whether it's crafting something that you're buying the elements to craft it, or flipping something in the auction house, or whatever it is, it takes some gold to make some gold. Warlords of Draenor was a boom for us. We had gold missions. You didn't do anything on the gold mission. No, just passive. Yeah, you'd spend some of your... Uh,
1: your resources, yeah. but your resources, you earn those passively as well.
0: Right. So people were passively making a ton of gold because once they realized they could make gold, a lot of people, myself included, optimized all of our followers to be treasure hunters and bring back gold.
1: Yeah. You know, disregard any other trait. Didn't Just matter. make them all treasure hunters. <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
0: And then we had people who had leveled alts who were doing missions and did the same thing. So you had people with full set of alts running full sets of gold missions on a daily basis. We had dailies that reward gold, and they're still there. You can still go back and make those golds from those dailies if you have time. Those rewards haven't gone all the way away. I think they dropped them down a little, but they have not gone down that much. People had a lot of success in the auction house, selling tokens, or just whatever they were selling.
1: Yeah, all the people who are willing to spend real money for gold now had a legitimate way to do so without worrying about their account getting, quote, hacked Mm -hmm. afterwards.
0: And then we had such a long amount of time in Warlords of Draenor where no new content was coming our way that people had dungeons and raids on Blind Farm. And it has made a lot of money off of just regular drops or selling stuff to the vendors from those raids. So people come into Legion heavy on the gold side. No sane people who have a lot of gold, have access to the same systems, the same guides, the forums. Except now, those who were lurking in the forums have come out and are starting to share or talk about it in a more open fashion. The gold cap got raised to $10 million. Auction house limits were increased, so now you can put something up there for more than a million. So that's going to lead to more money flowing in and out of the auction house. If you can sell it for more and people are going to buy it for more, you're going to get more. That's just a logical process. And at the same time, it's going to lead to more flips and more cornering of the markets like I did a couple weeks ago. You're going to have more and more that happen because people have more liquid assets and gold to move around. And at the same time, Blizzard has put some pretty serious luxury items in this expansion. So it gives people goals. There's a 2 million gold mount, the spider mount. You know, people are like, I want that. They'll work for it. They might have it already because they've taken their 12 tunes or whatever it is. Who were maxed out in gold cap, the last expansion, pooling the resources, buy them out. No big deal. So that's how we got here. Blame it all on Draenor.
1: We'll just blame everything on Draenor. You should, right?
0: (laughs) Chris Metzen left because of (laughs) Draenor. (laughs) so what do I think is going to happen based on what I am looking at on the raw data and I love my spreadsheets and I love my resources that I use I nerd out about the gold you know that right now we are in the middle of an auction house boom people are selling stuff for a ton of gold on the auction house people are flipping stuff like crazy in the auction house and our quality of life items they're going to pull, for the time being, higher amounts of gold. That's going to plateau, and it's going to come back down. Good case in point on that one. Ancient mana crystals and the ancient mana gems. We don't need those. Those are the ones that give you the you know 50 or 100 or 200 in- instantly ancient mana. Doesn't take that long to farm for them. But if we're on a tight schedule, we can go to the auction house. We can buy them and go you know, run our missions or whatever we need to do, get our army trained.
1: Yeah, and that army gives you a Night Fallen rep at the end of yes, it. Yes, it does. But I'm seeing more and more people um, that I'm gaming with, like you know, in the guild or whatever, getting the achievement for getting a gazalta with Night Right. So that yeah. demand is going down.
0: Correct. Which means price is going to go down. But you can watch those right now. Just watch the prices of Ancient Mana Crystals and Gems through the week. And they'll spike. They'll start off... And you're really, really low around the 200, 250 range. They hit about the 500, and the bigger ones will hit up to the 1,000. So there's a nice triple to quadruple in price throughout the week for those. Closer to get to the weekend, higher the price goes up because your weekend warriors come in and they'll spend the gold to buy it. I flip those on a weekly basis. It's my favorite flip right now because it's almost guaranteed. I've never gotten stuck with one it sells for three to four times the amount of gold I paid for it. So case in point. If you can make potions, raid potions are always going to do well, especially now since I'm seeing more and more people raiding cross guild. They're not raiding with their guild. Some still are. Yeah, there's big raid teams out there, but mm-hmm. a lot of people who just raid with whoever they're pugging it. So you can sell because they're going to come into that pug raid ready. You can sell raid potions really well in the auction house, but that's only a limited time because what's going to happen is if they like that raid team, they'll join that guild. Unless you know, well, some will cross servers to do it. They'll end up in that guild, and now whoever the you know whoever's putting it in the guild bank now they're going to get their potions from the guild bank. So you'll see that kind of plateau out as well. But it's not going to be an instant thing. It's not going to be a drop. I see a slow deflation or normalization of the market. We've already seen it start because they took away all of our, all of our gold missions, which we knew was going to happen in Draenor.
1: Well, we have gold missions again, but it's different. It's different, and it's it, not
0: as much, and it will never be as much.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's um, what I'm getting right now is about 750 gold. A week? No, per gold mission. Okay. But that usually takes... You know, about eight hours or more to complete.
0: Right, which we were seeing probably two to three times that.
1: Yeah, and you have to be very active to constantly have enough resources to run the gold missions and the other stuff you want to run.
0: Yeah, a lot of resources. Yeah. But since we lost our passive gold missions, casual players are now seeing less gold. They're spending, but they're not replacing it.
1: Right, because what you're not having anymore is uh, getting alts who just get far enough along so they can sit in a garrison. And then just sit and do gold missions.
0: Mm -hmm. So we're not really going to have that. You can't do that this expansion. You can't sit and be idle. They learn their lesson. Yeah, We hit that wall. Just like I hit that wall this week because I didn't have enough time to play in game. I can't do missions. So they learn that lesson. And it's a very good point. You and I talked about this. And I was mad that I hit that wall. And you were trying to explain to me, and I was still being kid in a corner. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm right. No, and no, it's true. They learned their lesson. It can't be passive. You've got to be in the game doing something. Once our min-maxers out there finish, and they have all their tunes leveled up and got everything they need for them, and the, all the raid is on is on farm, we're going to see another normalization, just like we did. You know, we do every expansion anyhow. But Blizzard can control that rate. They can control the rate of inflation and deflation with the continued steady and purposeful release of content. When bosses are on farm, you don't really need a potion to kill them. Go to hell, but you don't need it. In fact, people probably try it without just to make it more challenging. And when those bosses finally become boring, people just don't run them anymore. Mm -hmm. And when people stop running they stop getting gold. So Blizzard will continue to drop additional new, more specialized content like World Quests, and they'll give different resources as rewards. Order hall resources, crafting agents, different kind of tokens. And they will introduce more luxury items into the game. The black market auction house is always there.
1: <laughs> Have you ever bought anything from there?
0: I guess. Remember I bought you a... Pet or mount? Oh, last expansion. I forget which one it was. I think it was a pet. I've bid on a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, I've never been successful on a yeah, bid. I I yeah. won
0: one, and I was uh, I won one and I flipped one.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, aren't they one. normally soulbound stuff? No. Oh
0: no, not always. No, I got pretty. I am. jeez, now I'm questioning myself, but I'm pretty sure I flipped something off of there.
1: If it was a the pet, then it then you could. I could catch but, like it it, mounts, no. now, oh. you can, but like the rare mounts now you can.
0: I bid a lot of times just for fun on the uh, the unclaimed bag, Mm because you didn't know what it was.
1: Even then, I always got outbid. Me too. Yeah.
0: Blizzard will continue to put weird items on other vendors, and I don't know if you've seen him this expansion yet or not, but we have the Mad Merchant. The Mad Merchant. And we'll talk about him uh, here in a minute. See, the issue is, people having too much gold is actually bad for Blizzard. Less people buying game tokens for cash and selling them is bad for Blizzard because Blizzard makes more money when people spend their real money to buy the token to sell for gold than they do for somebody actually... Yeah, because
1: they're getting $20 for 30 g- days of game time right. instead of
0: 14 15 or $15 or, yeah.
1: or lower depending on how much you pay for it at a time.
0: So if someone, you know, stops doing that, or, you know, that, that hurts. If people are like, oh, you know, I've got a lot of gold, so I'll just go buy my game tokens versus I need more gold. I need to go buy a game token to sell. That hurts Blizzard. People also tend to buy quest items instead of grinding for them. You know, the cold milk is always my favorite. That's coming up here in a couple months. When you need, you know, get your your two eggs or whatever it is, get your eggs and your milk and your stuff that you need for all the Santa quests. Oh, the winter, winter Winter's Veil. Vale. Vale. Yeah, yeah. Go put that. yeah. You know, go get that now and put it mm-hmm. up, you know, stockpile it, put it up on the auction house, you make a pretty penny. This expansion happens to be a huge throwback to a lot of things, including the grind, and so drops sometimes are very hard to come by. And so people will check the auction house, and if it's there, they'll just buy it. Another point to remember about the token market, the game token market, is that Blizzard 100% controls that. We don't see how the price goes up and down. We had a whole episode about this, how it worked. So Blizzard can control how much those are being sold for in gold. They control that. So, again, Blizzard does, to a degree, control the amount of gold that is available for players in the game. Now, we talked about the Mad Merchant when he's around, he's a random spawn. He can be found in the Wonderworks toy shop in Dalaran. I like that place. You do. His spawn timer is right, it might be about as short as four hours, but it could be as long as a few days. It's one of those he might show up, he might not. So people are, you know, we still have different values of what his timer is. Now, once he spawns, if somebody buys from him, He'll stay around for a couple hours, one to two, and then he'll despawn. So what's some of the stuff that he sells? How about a 34-slot bag?
1: That'd be nice.
0: Yeah, for 500,000 gold. Ooh. Sells a prismatic bobble toy for 250,000 gold.
1: Mm, that's a lot for a toy.
0: (laughs) How about a battle pet? You like your battle pets. I do, I do. How about a, a calf, a celestial calf?
1: Sounds he's cool. Yeah,
0: he's only a million gold.
1: Ugh. He better just, like, have a win button in his pet battle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we talked about the mount. Two million gold for the Bloodfang Cocoon, which is the big spider mount. Ugh. It's... they it can
1: gross everyone out.
0: It's a great mount. Yeah. It really is. I'll never own it, but it's a great mount. I can't spend that much gold on a mount.
1: You can't? No. Why not?
0: I just can't. I I like my gold too much. I like having my gold. (laughs) I sit on it. Now, this is straight from our buddy Ian, Watcher Dev. He said the Mad Merchant isn't going to serve as a very efficient gold sink because remember, as we defined, wants versus needs. He said he's not going to serve as an efficient gold sink because he isn't intended to be a gold sink. He said if we wanted to drain as much gold as possible. Using these items, we would be pricing them differently. If the Blood Fang Cocoon cost 200 k they would sell a lot more of them. He estimates 10 times the amount as they're currently being oh, sold. Oh, so
1: he's saying it'd be more effective if they made it more affordable. So more, that people more people would buy it, it,
0: which would bring more gold out of the game. True. And he says that while inflation is a concern, it's a battle that's going to be waged on many other fronts.
1: So for this specific Mad Merchant, it's really just giving you something fun to, to attain.
0: To obtain, yes. or if you're you you know you're coming in gold-heavy from Draenor, then yeah, there or you just, go.
1: or just like, you know, that's my goal. Like, I want to make enough gold to buy this mountain.
0: Sure. Yep. So, as I said, we're not in a bubble. The WoW economy is not in any kind of danger of crashing. It is controlled by Blizzard. It can't crash.
1: Well, usually a crash happens and there's more money being thrown around than actual goods to support it. It's all fake goods.
0: Yeah, they can just, you know, increase that. Yeah. And I have, you know, there's there's so many things. I'm not going to get all conspiracy theorists, but if Blizzard wants more stuff on the auction house, Blizzard can put more stuff on the auction house. You know, it's, what
1: do you mean?
0: Well, they I mean, there is no doubt that, in my mind, that Blizzard has tunes that run and play the game. They have, you know, people who play the game. Oh, you're
1: saying they, they can post in the auction house things that they want to sell.
0: Right. Well, they can just create their own. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, uh, as a GM, yeah, I create, yeah. you know, let's say there's a... So a, if
1: they want a certain amount of money to come out of players' pockets. Right.
0: So as a GM, I could create, let's say, um, Ancient Mana for some reason. Mm-hmm is non-existent on the web and people are, you know, whatever, they having a low drop rate. I can create some of those items with, you know, my slash command, whatever it is, have them in my bag. Wave their wand. Yeah, wave their wand. <laughs> Go put it on the auction house. It has cost me no gold, and now it's available for people to spend. Mm-hmm. So, stuff like that. I mean, they have ways of controlling it. The bottom line is right now, players have a lot of money, and they are happy to be spending it. Now that will go away once players, you know, that boon goes away. And they're like, you know what? I've spent a million gold. I think it's time for me to chill and uh, start working to get my million gold back. So, no sweat. Again, you know, look at the websites wowuction.com, The Undermined Journal. Remember to stay on those sites and get as much information as you can about what your market is doing on your server, and you'll, you'll be fine. This is just the beginning of an expansion. We're not going to crash at all. So all the the naysayers and the hype train writers, just relax. It's all going to be fine. Hey, folks, don't forget, we do have a Patreon page over at patreon.com forward slash E-I-P-S. You can go there to learn all about Freck and Me and what we're doing in the Excellence in Podcast Studios. Got some other shows that we've been working on, some we do, some we're still about to do. But we could always use your support in keeping this whole thing rolling. So, again, that is patreon.com, E I P S, and we thank you for your support.
1: Speaking of buying and selling on the auction house, you know, a little bit ago I decided I wasn't really satisfied with the uh, auction house add ons that I had. Okay. And I decided to take the time and really compare the ones that are out there and see which ones held up. Now, I might be coming from a different point of view because, you know, I'm not really interested in flipping items or holding on to the item for, you know, the perfect time to post it. I'm looking for an add-on that makes it fast and easy to sell stuff. Because my issue is I get bogged down with the whole auction house thing and they end up holding on to something for way longer than I should, and then by the time I go to sell it, it's worthless. Understood. So I decided to look at some um, different add-ons with the criteria of being user-friendly, fast. Um, specifically, I want to see compact um, list of the things that are available. And I want it to be easy to browse. So my whole review of these add-ons doesn't include pricing accuracy, as this is really just a quick and dirty run-through of the interface of different add-ons. So what I decided to do is outline a few different tasks that I typically do in the auction house and just run through them on the different add-ons and just see how they all compared. So I compared auctioneer, auctionator, auction light, auction master, and also Zyger guides. And just to clarify, I made sure that it only had one add-on loaded at a time just to be sure That I knew exactly what each atom was doing or wasn't doing. What I decided to try out was to go to the auction house and buy a toy I don't have. And secondly, to buy a pet I don't have. The third thing would be to buy silk, as in legion level silk. But I don't know quite the name of it. I don't know how to spell it or I just can't remember the name. And the fourth thing would be to sell the ore that I have which in this case is going to be 163 fell slate. First I did all this on the default UI just to see what the baseline is. To buy a toy I don't have default UI, I clicked on miscellaneous and then on other. I changed the drop down menu to filter by rare and above and I checked the box usable. The search results showed Toys that I didn't know and toys that I did already know. So I'm not sure why this still came up.
0: So would you have to hover over each one to see if you already know? Yes. Okay.
1: Which I don't really understand because if I have an item for a toy in my bag that I already know, what's there to do with it? You can't click on it. You have to delete it.
0: But you could flip it. Yeah.
1: Yes, but it's not usable. You see what I'm saying?
0: Yes, usable, because you can't use it. can't use it, Right, so I see what your point is.
1: Trying to find a pet I don't have, I would click on miscellaneous and then pets, but I would also have to go to the separate category of battle pets, depending on if the item was the battle pet itself that was put into a cage from someone's collection or if it was an item itself that taught you the battle pet.
0: Mm, Okay, got it.
1: A little bit confusing there, and there's no real way to filter that out because the usable in that situation it wouldn't show me the ones that I collected three out of three but if I'd only collected one you know you can typically have three of each type of pet in there so there's no way to just show me pets I don't have thirdly to buy the current level silk I clicked on trade goods I typed in silk it showed me a whole bunch of listings I sorted by the highest price and that let me know that the name was Shaldorai Silk, and then I retyped the search to bring up uh, the silk for that. And default UI to sell the ore, it does actually allow you to post in any number of stacks, as in, like, you can change a stack size and how many stacks you have. Um, but it doesn't show comparable prices.
0: Now, going back to the uh, Saldore Silk, is that the current expansion silk? Yes. All right, because I would wonder if that really would be the most expensive from time to time.
1: It might not be. But usually it is. Okay. Because lower level silk, what are you going to do with it?
0: Well, some people are leveling and it's just not the same anymore. You don't, you it's not catch the same, yeah, because even know. if,
1: yeah, you don't have to catch up anymore. You learn a new profession and you immediately start out with Legion stuff.
0: Yep, true. Okay, so good good way to do it. I approve.
1: Okay. So first add-on I tried is Auctioneer. I've had this before. I knew that it came with Bloatware. So as soon as I launched the game, I went to the checklist I disabled Bean Counter, Encantrix, and Encantrix and Barker, Slide Bar, and Swatter. It added three tabs to the Auction House called Appraiser, Search, and Post. So with Auctioneer, when I went to buy a toy and a pet that I don't have, there was no way to browse. I had to search for something specifically if I wanted to use the Auctioneer tabs. And since I didn't know the name of what I wanted, I was just kind of browsing, I had to go back to the default UI. And the add-on actually changed the font to squish more items onto the page, which I guess some people like because there's less scrolling, but it just made it harder to read for me. When I went to buy the silk, I went to the Searches tab and typed in silk. Nothing happened. So then I went to the Default tab and I typed in silk. I selected the Trade Goods category so it didn't show me everything that had silk in it. And it showed all the matching listings, but Auctioneer changed this tab so that there's an extra column it had some sort of percentage, and it was colored. Uh, the lowest ones are colored blue. The ones that are closer to 100 were red and orange. Um, I'm not sure what that means.
0: That's the overpricing of them.
1: Okay. That wasn't that, very clear.
0: Yeah. That's, you know, if it's if someone's selling it for way overpriced, mm-hmm. then it will tell you what percentage overpriced it is, and that'll be the reds. And then as it cools off, green is okay, and blue is the one you're looking at. Those are the ones that are undervalued.
1: Okay. That would have been nice to have a tooltip or something when I hovered over. Mm. to kind of explain what that yeah, was. I wasn't quite that. sure what I yeah, was looking weird. at. So I go to sell or with the auctioneer. I go to the post tab. I drag the fell slate icon over to the window. Now it suggested I post with a 41 gold starting bid per item and with a 6K buyout price for my stack of 183.
0: Nice.
1: There's also an appraiser tab which showed a list of everything in my bag I could sell. And that suggested I post my ore at 39 gold bid, 43 buyout, which is on the lower end of the auctions.
0: Hmm. But that's per. Yes. Yeah it's per, yeah, per yeah item. Got it.
1: So wrapping up the auctioneer, the search tab seemed to perform specific searches because it had things that said like resell, I you know vendor items. And I know back in the day, I used to run the searches to find specifically things that were priced below the vendor cost.
0: Did you do the auction house scan? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that would have helped.
1: Okay. Well, it just said searches, and there was nothing about a scan. And every time I, I would I'd click on the vendor thing, and it didn't say, it didn't tell me to scan. It just yeah. nothing would happen. Like the buttons there would be kind of grayed out.
0: Yeah, hitting that scan is is like crucial in most of our auction add-ons. But okay, you're fine. If well, you see, didn't do it for one, you didn't do it for all. It's still irrelevant. This relevant. Is true, yeah. right?
1: Right. And see, the thing is, I'm not looking for something to tell me like the overall market price, right? Mm. I want to know what's up right now. So I found it to be not very user friendly. Obviously, since I could not figure out how to work the searches tab and all the bloatware. I mean, I was lucky that I like went in beforehand. <laughs> Right. Like I knew exactly, because it's auctioneer suite. I mean, they do tell you that when you download it. But there's no way to not download Slider Bar and Encantrix, uh, which drives Bean me nuts. Counter and all Bean those. counter. Bean yeah. counter, yeah. I don't need all that. So I don't like auctioneer. Next, I tried auction light. This added to the auction window two tabs. It specifically says auction light dash buy and auction light dash sell. So when I went to go buy a toy I don't have, I went to the Auction Light Buy tab. I used the drop-down menu to go to miscellaneous other. So it performed the search without actually searching for anything. It just showed me everything that matched the category. Now, this add-on condensed the listings that were the same item and of the same price. Okay. When I checked the Use button, as in only show me items that are usable... It still showed me toys I already knew, which makes me think there's something in Blizzard's code hmm. and not particular add-on. One thing I need to mention for Auction Light is that there are 2 plugins that come with it that you need to install if you're going to use this. There's Auction Light Improved Search and Auction Light Pets Search. And the okay. Improved Search is actually what let me browse, as in just search for a category without searching for a particular item. Now, the difference is when you're running Auction Light for pets, when you check the use buttons, it only showed me pets that I don't have at oh, all. look at that. Which I thought was pretty cool, because there are a lot of times when I say, hey, I got some extra gold. Let me immediately burn on the auction house to get a pet that I'll summon, you know, maybe once a month. Sure. Of course, that's how I spend my gold. Um, but it's pretty difficult to find a pet that you don't have at all. It's not in your journal. So this is the first thing that I've come across that let me just find the pets that don't have it all. So that's pretty cool. To buy the silk, I just clicked on the Auction Light Buy tab. I typed in the word silk, and then I filtered by the trade goods category. Now this brought back a short number of listings. It showed me how could order things from bolt of ember silk cloth to thick spider silk. And it had a column indicating the number of listings for this and the number of items available. So I clicked on eye Silk and it pulled up all the listings. And when I did that, it was compacted, but none of the listings were combined. Selling ore on Auction Light, I dragged the Fell Slate Ore icon to the window. I saw a list of competing items. The default suggested undercut is actually twenty-five percent. Wow! So if I had not changed anything, I probably would have been
0: that's um shorting wow. myself a bit yeah. there. Yeah, that's a that's a steep amount.
1: A steep amount, but that can be changed from the settings. Of course, you can always change the price manually before posting.
0: I like putting it undercut by a copper.
1: A copper. <laughs> <laughs> Auctionator added three tabs, buy, sell, and more, and it put an orange text so you could tell it apart from the default UI. Auctionator also has the ability to browse items without searching for anything in particular. Now, what's awkward is the way you do it is next to the search field on the buy tab, there is a checkbox. Next to the word advanced. Normally when you see a checkbox, you think it's just, you know, toggling something. But when you click on this, it actually pulls up a separate search box. And the problem with this is I had been uh, using this add-on for a while. And after I'd kind of uh, not been playing WoW as much, I, know that, I knew that this add-on had the ability to do this. But then all of a sudden, I couldn't find it anymore. Mm, okay. And I figured out eventually, okay, this is the problem was it's just not very clear. It's not a great interface. Now, Auctionator completely condenses all the listings when you're pulling it up. It has one line that shows the cheapest price for that particular item. And when you click on that item, it shows you all the listings for that compacted by price. Which, of course, functioned the same way for buying a pet I don't have. And buying the current level Silk was pretty easy. Just went to the, the advanced search, looked for Silk, Category trade goods. It showed a short list of matching items. I was able to just click on the shatterized silk and then find the specific options for that item. Selling or an auctionator, I dragged the fell slate icon over to the window. The default suggestion for that is 5% undercut. But again, you can adjust that.
0: You can also alt-right click on the items. Oh, can you? Yeah, just Oh. quicker.
1: Quicker. Yeah. Well, whatever were you when I was going through this? Uh, that would have saved me like... <laughs> Probably about 40 seconds total. Yeah. All the dragging.
0: Yeah. Just dragged away 40 seconds. Alt-click?
1: Alt-right-click? Alt-right-click, I think. Pretty sure. I can't remember things like that. Uh. All right. The cool thing about Auctionator is that your searches are saved automatically. I love that. So if you have repeat searches, it's very easy to go back. If you don't want to keep a particular search, you can always delete it very easily. And I was using that to find some rarer gear that I wanted for my uh, wardrobe. If I wanted something from the Glimmering set, you just type in the word Glimmering. Glimmering,
0: yep.
1: And it saves it. Auction Master was brand new to me. Never used it before. Tried it just for the segment. It added two tabs, sell and scan. There was no way to browse toys or pets, so I had to resort to the default to be able to do that. I searched for Silk on their tab, and there's no way to filter by category. Oh, Wow. So, think about every item in the game that has the word silk in it. Yeah. You know, including all the gear. Um, it took about a solid minute to return search results. Silkworm. That is a long time <laughs> in game time. It
0: is. It really is.
1: It wasn't condensed. Um, it was very hard to read. And all the scrolling made the whole thing very laggy. It's mm. so not good. When I sold the fell slate, again, that required me dragging the icon over it showed all the competing auctions it is a bit difficult to read. Now, the one thing I did like about this was that the suggested price could easily be changed from fixed, market, undercut, or a few other different types without opening another window. Okay. So you could literally just, you know, put your fail slate in there and just change it on with the market price and post it. Zygra guys, I, just, I decided to compare because I was still doing my kind of month's trial of it. And Zyger adds two tabs, buy and sell, with red text. There's no browse option for this one as well, so I cannot browse to buy a toy or pet I don't have. To buy the silk, I went to the buy tab, typed in the word silk, and it showed every listing that had the word silk in it, but there is no price information until I clicked on a listing. Hmm. So unlike, you know, the other add-ons will show you columns, With prices, I'd have to click around to be able to find the price. But when I went to sell the ore, I clicked on the sell tab and it showed me a list of everything in my bag that was eligible to be sold. So I just scrolled down to fell slate ore. It suggested an undercut to the lowest price, but the cool thing about this was that I could click on a different listing to undercut that listing. Right, yeah. So if I wanted to put more in the middle or if I saw someone, I'm like, I don't like that guy, I'm just going to undercut his...
0: (laughs) I don't like that name.
1: <laughs> You've never done the heavy route? No.
0: I you haven't. don't have any no. enemies? No. Okay. No, I, well, no. I mean, I got some emails, in game mails from okay. people. Okay. For... you
1: didn't like, find their actions and undercut no. them? Oh, okay.
0: No, it's all, all friendly. Okay, that's but good. But cutthroat.
1: Yeah. Rivals, I should say, not enemies. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Rivals. rivals. That's a very good term for it. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, rivals we had. Yes. Yeah. So you reviewed all these. Uh, With what sounds like their default settings, Mm -hmm. so you didn't spend a lot of time, and you really shouldn't have to spend a lot of time. I don't want to spend
1: a lot of time messing with an add-on. Yeah, You don't want to go spend a half hour
0: watching a YouTube video to learn how to...
1: No, I don't. And it's just not my goal. My goal is to make buying and selling as easy as possible.
0: Roger that. So, what's your preference after all those?
1: It's kind of split. So, Auctionator, I've been using it for the longest, and is the most compact, and I do like to save searches. But Auction Light does something that none of the other Auction add-ons did, which was showing me the pets that I don't have.
0: That is a pretty neat feature.
1: But here's the cool thing. Other than Auctioneer, just, no, forget that add-on. <laughs> All right. Too much bloatware. I don't Too like what it does. Yeah. Other than Auctioneer, these add-ons just add an extra tab. To your auction house interface.
0: They're not really conflicting with each other.
1: No, they're really not. Okay. I'm sure they might get really confusing if you allowed them all to put tooltips, or as yeah, in like to add right. auction information to your tooltips, that would get a little yeah, crowded. Yeah, some
0: do that already. But so.
1: I turn that off, because I don't like that.
0: Okay.
1: I kind of understand where, where it'd be useful if you, if you loot something, you want to know how much it's worth, but to me, the excitement is going to the auction house and finding out how much it's worth. Mm, you know, the okay. few times I have just happened to loot something that was worth something. So, honestly, yeah, right now I'm running uh, Auctionator and Auction Lite.
0: All right. I like that. Yeah. I run Auctionator.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And my favorite thing about Auctionator, did you notice a little AH button on when you pull up a recipe?
1: Yes, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, you pull up a recipe with an Auctionator, whatever you're going to make, it puts a little AH button on it. And if right. you pull up that recipe while you're in the auction house and press the AH button, it'll do a custom search for the items that make that recipe.
1: That's true. Yeah.
0: So for me, that's a fantastic way to look at like the raid you know, flasks or whatever, go see what the current prices on stuff are, and do a quick flip. hmm So it's a little... Yeah, yeah, I little wouldn't have of that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I said, this is just kind of a quick and dirty run through, so there wasn't... I didn't take a lot of time into delving into the extras that the different ones might do, but... Yeah, that's a really handy feature. It is. Yeah.
0: It really is. Um, scanning, as I mentioned, very important. I auction hate scanning. Ad, I hate uh, scanning.
1: I'm not going to do it. I'm just not. When I go in, I want to play. I don't want to scan. <laughs> and I don't care enough about getting the absolute best price for me to uh, devote a significant amount of my gaming time to scanning the auction house or really worrying about the auction house. I just, to me, it's a chore. All right. Auction house is a chore. Okay. I know it's where you and I are different, but that's just where I'm coming from.
0: I yeah, I play it. It's, it's a part of the game for me. Right, it's a, right. You know, a different little aspect. And even
1: it, like so, and you were saying you don't even use an add-on to give you the current price. You're using websites.
0: Well, I, I do. You mean I use Auctionator, and it's got the pricing in it because I scan. Yeah. But I also know based on the data that I get from Wow Auction and how correct that is. under my in journal, general, right? Yeah. So I track that. I know. I know. You know. Basically, I can tell what I like to do with those is not current price. Mm-hmm. Current price doesn't mean a whole lot to me unless I'm buying. Okay. I want to know that whatever the current price is, if the price tends to go up or down, is what I'm more important interested in. Mm-hmm. If the price normally goes up towards the end of the week, and the current price is, you know, let's say the price always hits five hundred by Friday, mm-hmm. and the current price of this item is four hundred. I'll bite and put it up for five hundred. It's you know, and a lot of times, like I said, I've been doubling my investment doing yeah. that. But at the same time, if I know the price is five hundred and someone's putting it up there for five hundred, I'm not going to touch it. I'm going to wait for the prices to come down. So that's what I, I use the, the data, yeah. the historical data is what I'm using from those websites.
1: I can see it would be fun. My issue is if I go to the auction house and I say to myself, "All right, I want to sell this ore. I could sell it today." And get gold for sure. it. Or I can wait a few days and get more gold. So you hit scan. If, if, if I wait, <laughs> if I wait, I'll forget. And right. it'll just sit my back forever.
0: So you don't have to hit scan at that point in time mm-hmm. because with Auctionator, what it will do is a scan for that particular item okay. immediately. In fact, you go to list it. It's going to do a quick scan for your ore. Mm-hmm. It's going to give you the current pricing and it's going to give you the undercut. And then you say, okay, I'll put it up for this. You, and that'll get you the quick gold. Gotcha. You just have to be aware that stuff that you're not doing is, is that the best price? Or should you be buying that stuff? Because that, you can buy from the sell tab. When you're about to sell, yeah, and yeah. you can click, you can buy those auctions right uh-huh. around yours. Uh huh. So if I look at that and I know that, hey, these prices are way down because I'm about to sell whatever I'm selling and the prices mm-hmm. are low, I'll buy stuff out that's on the bottom, sell mine for who I know it's going to sell for. I'm either going to hold on to what I just bought or put it back up, one of the two. You don't have to corner a market to flip it. You can flip a stack or two. That's true. You're not going to make yeah. a killing doing that, but you're going to make-
1: Low risk, low reward. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense.
0: You'll still, It's free gold. It might only be 5 or 10 or 50 or 100 gold, but it's still mm. free gold just for that really quick flip. So that would be the only thing. I love the fact that you did this. This is very, very good information you brought, as you always do. Oh, thank you. But the only thing that I would add on there for you mm-hmm. is okay. For instance, I'll do even do the work for you. If you tell me <laughs> what you're selling, like I know you're selling this ore now, right? I'll get you the pricing. Okay, I'll, I'll let you know what it is on our server. And if you gotta sell it, you know, if it's if 34 is a good rate for it, keep it at 34. If you're happy with that number. If I say, you know what, 34 is on the low side, you should be selling at 45, would you make nine gold like that per stack? True. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an extra nine gold per, you know, not per stack, but per item. You make an extra nine gold per item. I'd I'd do that. Still going to sell. That's the point. It just doesn't have that. There's something really satisfying this is when you put the auction up and you're walking away from the auction house and you get that little yellow notice. The buyer has been found. You're like, so already? Sweet. Yeah, I did
1: that with them. Um, I made all these bandages just to get my first aid up and I thought they weren't going to sell it and think people were buying bandages. Bottom right up. Which apparently they are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right up. Yeah. Like, all right. Side note, want to give a uh, shout out to Spanky Hunter for the recommendation for auction light. Thanks, Spanky. Yeah.
0: Quick programming note, we are not going to be here next week because we will be at BlizzCon. So we'll have a little bit of a week off from us. Now, we might do something, but no guarantees. We are taking some a little bit of recording equipment with us, Frank.
1: <laughs> I know. So we might, tiny little mics. Hey.
0: Yeah. You know what's bad about those tiny little mics? Right. Is that the quality of those tiny little mics... Is pretty darn close yeah. to the call of these mics here, so uh, we may, may not. Don't hold us to it. If we do, it's definitely going to be a special episode, type thing with, you know, just us talking. So,
1: so very different from a normal episode. Yeah, where we don't yeah. talk at all. <laughs> it's just brain. Where we sing and put on stories, and
0: oh, that'd be so cool yeah. to do.
1: Why'd I had to say that. Yeah, I can see your reels turning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, An ode to poop. No.
0: Yeah, there's something about yeah. poop I just can't stomach. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh my goodness! Uh,
1: anywho, <laughs> any poop. The Day of the Dead, though, that's coming oh, up. It's, it's coming right, up. It's shorter.
0: Is it? Yeah, oh.
1: it's only a few days. But here's the thing: it it happens like right right before we leave. Ooh, so you're going to have to spooky. do it on November
0: 1st if spooky, you want to get it done spooky. at all. Yeah. It, we get the desecrate a grave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or yeah. somebody does.
1: We want to thank our friends on Facebook and our followers on Twitter.
0: And as we close this show, number 333 of HearthCast, we want to thank you for listening.
1: We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback.
0: Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastprec and at hearthcastroot or just head on over to our HearthCast Facebook page.
1: You can support HearthCast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon.
0: You can save $3 off your loot crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash HearthCast and using the offer code HEARTHCAST at checkout.
1: Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com. Slash EIPS.
0: And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically.
1: Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more.
0: Until next time, this has been Root
1: and Freckleface.
0: This podcast is part of the D20 Grit Network. Now let's stomp three times. One, two, three, ah, ah, ah.